What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To spades, jack of diamonds, jack of clubs. Maybe for a minute, not even a second. Roll that blunt while you count your blessings. Roll outside and point my weapon. Like easy E on ruthless records. Just like I thought the food kept stepping. Smell like shit from shit I stepped in. Look in the mirror and point my weapon. You so soft, you won't do nothing. Wanna be starting something? Got to be starting something. Wants to be starting something? Got to be starting something. Get low and take you under. Hang high and make it over. Shoot yourself in the middle. When the pain is thunder No, no, fuck that shit Smoke a blunt, it's the best I get I live my life with no regrets And so I'm stuck with the pain Live my life with no regrets And I'm stuck with the shame That's paranoia for ya Paranoia that I didn't get over That's paranoia for ya That's why you're drunk, not sober That's paranoia for ya And years went by And that little pretty gal Holoka then growed up and a little Mo, who's now is being called Moses, then growed up, and them two got married. And that's how I happened to come to be. We want to do one more song for you, entitled Inkpata, and it's from the Lakota people. And uh, three generations. In the beginning was uh, formed of my grandmother, my mother, and myself. My grandmother has passed into spirit now, but I have a child of my own. And so he's going to sing this song with us to complete the generations. Are we searching for idealism? Are we looking at a great landscape and seeing in a workmanship of divinity more beautiful than anything we can create? Are we trying to find life, our place in it? Are we trying not to be cast away on the desert island of materiality? We are trying to do something to make life beautiful, not only for ourselves but for others. Well, we have three general fields in which we can operate. 
and these are the fields of the yogas of India. The first and most apparent field is service. Service of something that is important. Service of something that we respect. Service that calls out of ourselves sympathy, understanding, charity. Something that makes life better because we have given of ourselves and not of... Having problems, I'm not starting over. This is the Elon Musk podcast. What up, uh, homeboy? Statue business, uh, homies nation, entertain, five star review, dickhead. I'm not starting over, man. We lost only lost about like 10 minutes, but we lost like a half hour. Something's going on. I'm having so much uh, AI problems. Yeah, everything electronic breaks down. Now I can't even record myself. I've been through four tests of equipment. Four laptops, my mixer broke, my pet's heads are falling off. Jeez, man. Whoa. We're just finishing up the, uh, this section of the Elon Musk, Walter Isaacson. Uh, written, uh, uh, <laughs> read by Brent Nally, N-A-L-L-Y on uh, YouTube. 13.2 thousand subscribers. I'm frustrated. My pet's heads are falling off. Uh, it's been hard to uh, finish this recording. My recording is messing up. Quit your bitching. That's fair. Let's go. Rap battle. Despite wanting to help him through his turmoil, Grimes was not a calming influence. The intensity that made her an edgy artist brought with it a messy lifestyle. She stayed up most of the night and slept most of the day. She was demanding and distrustful must household staff. And she had a difficult relationship with his mother. Musk was a drama addict, and Grimes had a companion trait. She was a drama magnet. Whether she intended to or not, she attracted it. Just when the Thai cave incident and the turmoil about taking Tesla private were spinning out of control in August 2018, Grimes invited the rapper. Azealia Banks to stay with her at Musk's house and collaborate on some music. She had forgotten that she and Musk had made plans to visit Kimball in Boulder. Grimes told Banks she could stay at the house at the guest house for a weekend. On that Friday morning, three days after that, his quote take private end quote tweet, Musk got up, did a workout, made a few calls, and caught a short glimpse of Banks in his house. When he's focused on other things, he doesn't pay much attention to the things around him. He wasn't quite sure who she was 
other than a friend of crime. No, when he high out his mind, when he high on drugs, he don't remember. Upset the crimes blew off their recording sessions so she could be with Musk, Banks unleashed a torrent of abuse on her well-followed Instagram. On her well-followed Instagram. Quote, I waited around all weekend while Grimes coddled her boyfriend for being too stupid to know not to go on Twitter while on while on acid. End quote. She posted. Uh, first party recollection. Uh, first party testimony from a superstar of Elon Musk doing drugs. This is your hero. Money ain't real, man. They let the money confuse them. The money ain't real. This this your hero, man. I'm telling these motherfuckers, man. You take the money away, Elon is gross. This was false. Musk never used acid, but it understandably piqued the interest of not only the press, but... It was LSD, dickhead. It was LSD and cocaine. She don't even know. Also the S- She don't even know. DC. Banks postings about Grimes and Musk got progressively crazier. LOL. Elon Musk is better off hiring an escort. At least an escort would have kept her mouth shut about his business. He's got some dirty sneaker inbred, out of the woods, Paps beer, pussy, meth head, junkie running around town telling everyone everything about him. All because he needed a date to the Met Gala to hide his shrinking dick from Amber Heard, LOL. He's on the Down Syndrome spectrum. There's something not quite right about the man. Damn. Hey, hey, she torched his ass. I thought I was bad. She torched his ass. Damn. Give him the credit of calling him an alien. He's a mutant. Fucking crackers. This time, I try working with a white bitch. (laughs) When Business Insider did a phone interview with her, Banks connected the situation to Musk's pledge to take Tesla private which made matters legally worse. Quote, I saw him in the kitchen tucking his tail in between his legs, scrounging for investors to cover his ass after that tweet. End quote, she said. She said, quote, he was stressed and red in the face. End quote. By then, wacky stories involving Musk had a short, had a short shelf life. The story was a tabloid sensation for about a week, then died down after Banks posted a letter of apology. Grimes was able to turn the tale into grist for her music. She released a song in 2021 titled, quote, 100% Tragedy, end quote, which she said was about, quote, having to defeat Azealia Banks when she tried to destroy my life, end quote. Many shades of Musk. Despite such dramas, Grimes was a good partner for Musk. Like Amber Heard and Musk himself, she was inclined towards chaos. But unlike Amber... Hers was a chaos that was under, undergirded by kindness and even sweetness. Quote, my Dungeons and Dragons alignment would be chaotic good, end quote, she says. Quote, whereas Amber's is probably chaotic evil, end quote. She realized that's what made Amber enticing to Musk. Quote, he's attracted to chaotic evil. It's about his father and what he grew up with, and he's, quite, he's quick to fall back into being treated badly. He associates love with being mean or abusive. There is an arrow amber through him, through line, end quote. She enjoyed his intensity. One evening, they went to see the 3D movie uh, Alita, Battle Angel, but they arrived after all the 3D glasses were gone. Musk insisted they stay and watch it anyway, even though it was completely blurry. When Grimes was doing the voice 
voice recordings for the cyborg pop star she played in the video game Cyberpunk 2077. He showed up at the studio wielding the 200-year-old gun and insisted that they give him a cameo. Quote, the studio guys were like sweating, end quote, Grimes says. As must, quote, I told them that I was armed with, armed but not dangerous, end quote. They relented. The cybernetic implants in the game were a sci-fi version of what he was doing at, at Neuralink. Quote, it hit close to home, end quote, he says. Her basic insight on Musk was that he was wired differently than others. Quote, Asperger's makes you a different, difficult person, end quote, she says. Quote, he's not good at reading the room. His emotional comprehension is just very so different from... His whole life has been an asterisk excuse for how he is. And they want him to be the president of the United States. His whole life comes with an asterisk. The average human, end quote. People should keep the psychological makeup in mind when judging him, she argues. Quote, if someone has depression or anxiety, we sympathize. But if they have Asperger's, we say he's an asshole, end quote. She learned to navigate the many modes of his personalities. Quote, he has numerous minds and many fair, fairly distinct personalities, end quote. She says, quote, he moves between them at very rapid pace. You just feel the air and the room change, and suddenly the whole situation is just transferred over to his other state, end quote. She noticed that his different personalities had different tastes, even in music and decor. Quote, my favorite version of Eve is the one who's down for Burning Man and will sleep on the couch, eat canned soup, and be chill, end quote. Her baby noir is Elon that's in what she calls demon mode. Quote, demon mode is when he goes dark and retreats inside the storm in his brain, end quote. One night when they were at dinner with a group, I watched as the clouds gathered and Musk moods shifted. Grimes edged away from him. Grimes edged away from him. Quote, when we hang out, I make sure I'm with the right Elon, end quote, end quote she later explained. Quote, there are guys in that head who don't like me, and I don't like them, end quote. Sometimes, one of the Elon versions will sit... This is a fluff piece by Walter Isaacson, but still, you must admit, I can't see anybody who reads this book still want to be Elon or looks at Elon like somebody they want to be or a hero or a role model or president material. Please support the Marlon Podcast Network with the Sherlock Homie membership card, plastic VIP all-access card, official membership into my personal circle with 24-7-365 direct-to-me text line. Excuse me. Text line. Proof of sponsorship of the Marlon Podcast Network. Uh, two ways to qualify. You know, just simply write your boy or send me something or donate and or send me something or donate any amount to the network. Limited card slash positions are available. Are you sure like homie? Prove it. For 10 years, my father worked his ass off 14 hours a day, seven days a week. He didn't care. As long as we were happy. Okay, what do I have to do? But in the end, he didn't make enough. Slowly but surely, lost everything. We were bankrupt. Let's get some ice cream. No, Dad, I don't care about ice cream right now. 
What are we going to do? It'll be all right, George. It'll work out. It always does. I'm going to find another job. Look, George, this is the way it goes. Sometimes you're flush and sometimes you're bust. And when you're up, it's never as good as it seems. And when you're down, you never think you're going to be up again. But life goes on. Remember that. Money isn't real, George. It doesn't matter. It only seems like it does. The money ain't real, Georgie. The money ain't real. They seem not to remember what another one has done. Quote, you will say stuff to him and then he'll just have no memory of it whatsoever because he was in a brain space. End quote, Prime says. Quote, if he's focused on a particular thing, he will not get stimulation, not consume any inputs from the outside world. Stuff can be right in front of his eyes and he won't see it. End quote. Just like what happened when he was in grade school. During the 2018 emotional turmoil at Tesla, she tried to coax him to relax. Quote, everything doesn't need to suck, end quote, she told him one night. Quote, you don't need to feel stoked about everything all the time, end quote. But she also understood in ways that others did not that his restlessness was a driver of his success. So, too, was his demon mode, though that took her a little longer to appreciate. Quote, demon mode causes a lot of chaos, end quote, she says, quote, but it also gets shit done, end quote. Chapter 50, Shanghai, Tesla, 2015 to 2019. With Robin Wren in Shanghai. Robin Wren, the Shanghai born physics Olympiad winner who had been Musk's lab partner at, at Penn, did not know much about cars. In fact, he almost, almost all he knew came from the cross-country road trip that he had taken with Musk when they graduated in 1995. Musk had taught him to deal with a broken-down BMW and how to drive a stick shift, skills he had not subsequently needed after becoming chief technology officer at Dell Computer's flash drive subsidiary. That is why he was surprised by the request Musk made 20 years later when he asked him to, to lunch in Palo Alto. Selling cars in China was key to Tesla's global ambitions. But things were not going well. Musk had fired two successive China managers, and after the company sold only 120 cars there one month, he was preparing to fire his whole top China-based team. Quote, how do I fix Tesla's business in China? End quote. He asked Ren at the, at the lunch. Ren expressed his ignorance of the auto industry and simply gave a few high-level thoughts about how to do business in China. Quote, I'm going to China next week to meet the vice premier. End quote, Musk said as they were getting up to leave. Quote, can you come with me? End quote. Ren demurred. He had just come back from a business trip to China, but he felt the tug to be part of Musk's mission. So he emailed the next morning to say he was ready to go. They had a cordial meeting with the vice premier. Afterward, they met with a former official and other advisors who told them that in order to succeed in selling cars in China, Tesla would have to manufacture cars there. 
according to Chinese law, that would require forming a joint venture with a Chinese company. Musk was allergic to joint ventures. He didn't share control well, so he emphasized deploying his silly humored mode. So he emphasized deploying his silly humor mode that Tesla did not want to get married. Quote, Tesla is too young, end quote, he said. Quote, like, we are barely a baby. Now you want to marry, end quote. He got up and met two toddlers walking How, how ironic. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tesla is too young to uh, partner up with a different company. Chinese company, by the way. But our calendar is at 2000. In 24, they say it took billions of years to get here, but we're at 2024, and he's selling, we have to leave this planet and go to Mars. How can Tesla be too young and use that as an indicator and stretch that out through the spectrum of time? And and should we be talking about uh, going to Mars and taking resources? He himself admits we shouldn't be focusing on going to Mars right now because there's levels to this. Can we fix world hunger first? Down the wedding aisle, then laughed his signature crackle. Everyone else in the room laughed and the Chinese, the Chinese a bit hesitantly. On the flight back to Muschjet, he and Ren reminisced about college and shared fun facts about physics. It was only after the jet... So let me get right. Let me get right. Uh, he's not in bed... With China because uh, he his joke was so great, <laughs> like just gonna move on, like he's not in bed with China because he's he told a joke. He he held motherfucker. <laughs> you know my granddad was in a Tuskegee experiment. <laughs> As they were walking down the stairs, that must pop the question. Quote: Will you join Tesla? End quote. Ren said yes. Ren's big challenge was to find a way to do manufacturing in China. He could either wear down Musk's resistance and have Tesla form a joint venture, which is what every other car company had done, or he could convince China's top leaders to change a law that had defined Chinese manufacturing growth for three decades. He discovered that the latter was easier. Month after month, he lobbied the Chinese government. Musk himself went back in April 2017 to meet with Chinese leaders again. Quote, we kept explaining why it would help China to have Tesla build an auto factory, even if it wasn't a joint venture, end quote, Ren says. As part of President Xi's... This is the, when he's giving a little, he's giving a little of, of America. 
to make to pull this shit off that sound like he about to pull off, guess what he gotta give? He gotta give a little bit of America. You you bet your ass he gotta give something. He got what would make them not make him be part of China make him not take Chinese uh, partners? He had to give something. What do he got to give? He got to give it's America think he's American. How about a backdoor to Twitter? <laughs> Jinping's plan to make China a clean energy and innovative innovation center. China finally agreed in early 2018 to let Tesla build a factory without having to enter into a joint venture. Ren and his team were able to negotiate a deal for more than 200 acres near Shanghai, along with low interest loans. Ren flew back to, US, to the U.S. to discuss the deal with Musk in February 2018. Unfortunately, that was in the midst of Musk's production hell at the Nevada Battery Factory, and he was in such a frenzy walking the floor that Ren could not corner him. Being that he's not a natural-born American, you know how the feds kind of like raided Twitter and found out they were doing some shady shit? After this election, they need to raid it again. Being that... Uh, uh, Twitter is uh, owned by uh, other countries. He's in bed with Saudi Arabia with uh, Twitter. He might have made a backdoor deal to allow Chinese bots on his platform. All I'm saying is they raided it before. After this election and shit, they need to raid it again. And I bet they found find some backwards deal or uh, something's not right in manipulation of the American public. Freedom of speech. They flew to Los Angeles together late that night, but it was only after they landed that Ren got a chance to talk to him. Ren started to go through a slide deck with maps, financing commitments, and deal terms, but Musk did not look at them. Instead, he stared out of the window of his plane for almost a full minute. Then he looked Ren directly in the eye, quote, do you believe this is the right thing, end quote, Ren was so taken aback that he paused for a few seconds before saying yes. Quote, okay, let's do it, end quote, Musk said and left the plane. The formal signing ceremony with the Chinese leaders, leaders came on July 10, 2018. Musk arrived in Shanghai directly from being waist deep in water in a Thai cave after delivering the mini sub he had built to rescue the stranded young soccer players. He changed into a dark suit and stood stiffly in a red draped banquet hall as they all exchanged toasts. The first Teslas began rolling out of the factory in October 2019. Within two years, China would be making more than half of Tesla's vehicles. Chapter 51, Cybertruck, Tesla, 2018-2019, with Franz Van Holshausen discussing Cybertruck design 2018. Uh, he gave them access to the American market. There's a lot of shit over in China that we don't, we don't uh, bring over here. Like they have some super phone over there, and a lot of automobiles that they kind of hate on them coming over here. So they he uh, China back back door they way into America because Tesla is a Chinese uh, product. Steel. On almost every Friday afternoon since he created Tesla Design Studio in 2018, Musk held a product review session with his chief designer, Franz Van Holshausen, 
these sessions usually in the quiet white floored design studio showroom just behind SpaceX headquarters in Los Angeles for a calming respite, especially after tumultuous weeks. Musk and von Holzhausen would slowly meander the, hung, the hangar-like room, stroking prototypes and clay models of the vehicles that they envisioned for Tesla's future. Beginning in early 2017, they began kicking around ideas for a Tesla pickup truck. Van Holzhausen started with traditional designs using a Chevrolet Silverado as a model. One was placed in the middle of the studio, and they studied its proportions and components. Must said he wanted something more. Hey, you got your Cybertruck yet? Hell no, you didn't. They have to give it to all these influencers so they can act like their trucks are everywhere. You won't be getting your truck to about 2006. You? 2006. Maybe 2005 in the fall. No, no, no. We're in the season of be seen and not drove driven. Like as a, isn't that, isn't that like, just think about it. I can prove it's a conspiracy. Propaganda's conspiracy is if it was organic, why are we only seeing influencers with the truck? How did the influencers get to the front of the line when everybody who majorly sucking Elon's dick gets one, at least to uh, act like they have one, how can that be possible? That proof is not an organic selection, selection or who gets the first ones because the first ones are propaganda to be stretched out across America to act like yours is on the way. Now, this is going to be very important. Pay attention to the people in position to push propaganda gets the get gets their truck before you get yours. You get yours. It's getting complicated. Where's your truck? How come everybody who's pushing that propaganda got one? Try one out, acting like they have one and gonna get one before you. How does that work? Mr. Freedom of Speech, what is this elitist selection of who gets who gets the truck first? How come all these YouTubers Got the fucking truck. Did they all sign up before I did? Oh, you haven't even got to the list of real people going to get them. It's only the multi-millionaires. Jay Leno already got his. Jay Leno and all the propaganda influencers all come first. And all the friends of friends. And all the people who, who, who Elon knows. And then all the other rich associates. Then all everybody else. Then the dealerships are going to charge you twice as much for them. This is not an organic thing. This is a Ponzi scheme to buy time. More exciting, perhaps even surprising. So they looked at the historical vehicles with a cool vibe, most notably the El Camino, a retro futuristic coupe made by Chevrolet in the 1960s. Von Holzhausen designed and picked a pickup truck with a similar vibe. But as they walked around the model, they agreed that it felt too soft. Quote, it was too curved, end quote. Von Holzhausen said, quote, it didn't have the authority of a pickup truck, end quote. Musk then added another design reference that inspired him, the Lotus Esprit of the late 1970s, a pointy, wedge-nosed British sports car. Specifically, he was enamored with a vision with a version that appeared in the 1977 James Bond movie, The Spy Who Loved Me. 
Musk bought that one that was used in the movie for close to $1 million and displayed it in the Tesla design studio. The brainstorming was fun, but it still did not lead to a con concept that excited them. For inspiration, they visited the Peterson Automotive Museum, where they noticed something surprising. Quote, we realized, end quote, von Hausen said, von Holzhausen said, <clears throat> Quote, that the pickup trucks basically haven't changed in their form or their manufacturing process in 80 years, end quote. That led Musk to shift his focus to something more basic. What material should they use to build the truck's body? By rethinking the materials and even the physics of the vehicle structure, it could open up the possibility of wielding new designs. Quote, originally, we were thinking aluminum, end quote, von Holzhausen said. Quote, we also kicked around titanium because durability was really important, end quote. But around that time, Musk became enthralled by the possibility of making a rocket ship out of glistening stainless steel. That might also work for a pickup truck, he realized. A stainless steel body would not need painting and could, and could bear some of the vehicle's structural bloat. It was a truly out-of-the-box idea, a way to rethink what a vehicle could be. One Friday afternoon, after a few weeks of discussion, Musk came in and simply announced, quote, we are going to do this whole thing in stainless steel, end quote. Charles Kuman was the VP for materials engineering at both Tesla and SpaceX. One of the advantages that Musk had was that his companies could share engineering knowledge. Komen developed an ultra-hard stainless steel alloy that was cold-rolled rather than requiring heat treatments, which Tesla patented. It was strong enough to, and cheap enough to use for both trucks and rockets. The decision to use stainless steel for the Cybertruck had a major implication for the engineering of the vehicle. A steel body could serve as the load-bearing structure of a vehicle rather than making the chassis play that role. Quote, Let's make the strength on the outside, make it an exoskeleton, and hang everything else from the inside of it, end quote, Musk suggested. The use of stainless steel also opened up new possibilities for the look of the truck. Instead of using stamping machines that would sculpt carbon fiber into the body panels with subtle curves and shapes, stainless steel would favor straight planes and sharp angles. That allowed, and in some ways forced, the design team to explore ideas that were more futuristic, edgier, even jarring. Don't resist me. In the fall of 2018, Musk was just emerging from Nevada and Fremont factory hell the pedophile and take private tweets and the mental turmoil of what he called the most agonizing year of his life. In times of challenge, one of his refuge, refuges is to focus on future projects. That is what he did in the serene haven of the design studio on October 5, when he turned his regular Friday visit into a brainstorming session on the design of the pickup truck. The Chevy Silverado was still on the showroom floor for reference. In front of it were three large display boards with pictures of a wide variety of vehicles, including ones from video games and sci-fi movies. 
They range from retro-futuristic, sleek to jagged, curvaceous to jarring. With his hands casually in his pockets, von Hanhausen had the easygoing and loose-limbed manner of a surfer looking for the right wave. Musk, arms akimbo, was coiled, coiled like a bear searching for prey. After a while, Dave Morris and then a few other designers wandered in. Uh, hang in there. You're almost done. Please support the Marlon Podcast Network with the Sherlock Holmes membership card, plastic VIP all-access card, official membership into my personal circle with 24-7, 365, direct-to-me text line, proof of sponsorship on the Marlon Podcast Network. Two ways to qualify, simply write me slash send me something or donate any amount to the network. Limited cards slash positions are available. Are you a Sherlock Homie? Prove it. Information below. Are you a Sherlock Homie? I don't think you are. Sorry about that. What is it, Sam? Could you... Uh, I know this isn't your responsibility, but uh, would you be in here and uh, run this down to the supply department for me? Uh, it's on the second floor. Just run this down? Uh, yes, but make sure you bring the order right back to me. I need it ASAP. Gotcha. Hey, I know this isn't your responsibility, but just mop the rest of this shit up. I'll be right back. I guess I don't know. <laughs> okay. Hey. Someone's having a party or somebody got to do their shirt laundry. Here you go. One pound of marijuana and you can sign for it right here. <coughs> I, I signed for this in this one. Take it. Medicinal purposes of marijuana. Uh, mm. Wow. Uh, if you ever need a guinea pig, let me know, you know. My grandfather was in the Tuskegee experiments. Oh, really? <laughs> anyway, yeah. Thank you. You did tell all that for that, yeah. You know, my uh, grandfather was in the Tuskegee experiments. As he looked at the pictures on the display boards, Musk gravitated to the ones that had a futuristic cyber look. They had recently settled on the design for the Model Y, a crossover version of the Model 3, 
and Musk had been talked out of some of his more radical and unconventional suggestions. Having played it safe with the Model Y, he did not want that to happen with the design of the pickup truck. Quote, let's be bold, end quote, he said. Quote, let's surprise people, end quote. Every time someone would point to a picture that was more conventional, Musk would push back and point to the car from the video game Halo, or in the trailer for the forthcoming game Cyberpunk 2077, or from Ridley Scott's movie Blade Runner. His son, Saxon... Or from anywhere he can steal a concept from and act like it's his own. Probably stole from Mad Max. ...who is autistic had recently asked an offbeat question that resonated. Quote, why doesn't the future look like the future? End quote. Musk would quote Saxon's question repeatedly, and he said the design team that Friday, quote, I want the future to look like the future. End quote. Hey, hey, if you're paying attention, once again, is life entertaining art. That's backwards. Once again, we are being led by fictional daydreams of scientists. <laughs> he just admitted that as in, like, for instance, if I tell you we're going to fake the, uh, we're going to fake an alien invasion, right? And I tell you, we got to make some fake aliens. I'm going to tell you, I want the alien, aliens to look like aliens. You see how that's backwards engineering the future? Is it backwards engineering? It's, no, it's, it's, the, it's, called, it's the, uh, wagging the dog, the tail wagging the dog. Like, we are ruled by fiction. There, there are humans out here who use the past fiction to draw, to draw out our future. You get it? You listening? That's a message there. The details to Elon Musk is held within the past fiction. There were a few. And here's the spooky thing about it is. So is Elon all the way down to his name. Now that's scary. We almost need to pause. Doors of the church are open. That's scary. All the way down to his fucking name. Like, 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 this is scary. You really just, just, just think about that for a second. Think about this spirit ball of a human being since birth been leading the future with the past daydreams of the past. Like, he's in a, he's in a recycle the past is our future. You know, you know, there's nothing new underneath the sun. That always bothered me because uh, that's not around the sun. That's underneath the sun. So that's scary. Because, <laughs> yeah, let me, which one is right? I don't know. Uh, 2023 is around the sun. That's scary. There's nothing new around the sun. <laughs> okay, for the record. There's nothing new around the sun. But it is spooky how one man is leading the future by past science fiction. This motherfucker smoked this, sniffed some cocaine, smoked the doobie, and watched the Jetsons, <laughs> and came out and gave us our future. And he keep doing it over and over and over again. Meaning, meaning, here's the spooky thing about it is, 
his whole existence is scary that our future is actually our past fiction. And it's not a coincidence because it's being directly led that way. That is the blueprints to the future. Meaning, looking at that pattern, the best thing I could do to, to affect the uh, future is write a book called This Will Be the Future. Then some fucking big head white albino African will read it, name his son after that, feed the fucking blueprints to his son, and his son subconsciously pick up messages from me to shape the future. And I can hack your brain by way of a novel called This Is the Future, like it or not. So then, in like a hundred years from now, some dickhead will be sending a bus to uh, your anus, and on the screen it would say, like it or not, this is the future. Yeah. Good idea. We might have to get into science fiction. What are we going to start with? Anolink. That's our first, our first book. It's called Anolink. I don't want to spoil it for you. <laughs> Shut up. Two dissenting voices suggesting that something too futuristic would not sell. After all, this was a pickup truck. Quote, I don't care if no one buys it, end quote, he said at the end of this session. Quote, we're not doing a traditional boring truck. We can always do that later. I want to build something that's cool, like don't resist me, end quote. By July 2019, Von, House, Von Holzhausen and Morris had built a full-size mock-up of a futuristic jarring cyber design with, the sharp, with sharp angles and diamond facets. One Friday, they, surpri they surprised Musk, who had not yet seen it, by putting it in the middle of the showroom floor. Next. So he yelled at some smart people, and they came back with a design. What's new? Nothing. To the more traditional model they had been considering. When Musk walked in the door, leading from the SpaceX factory, his reaction was instantaneous. Quote, that's it, end quote, he exclaimed. Quote, I love it. We are doing it. Yes, this is what we are going to do. Yes, okay, done, end quote. It became known as the Cybertruck. Quote, a majority of people in the studio hated it, end quote, says Von Halshausen. Quote, they were like, you can't be serious. They didn't want to have anything to do with it. It was just too weird, end quote. Some of the engineers who started working secretly, some of the engineers started working secretly on an alternative version. Von Haushausen, who is as gentle as Musk is brisk, spent time listening carefully to their concerns. Quote, if you don't have buy-in from the people around you, it's hard to get things done, end quote, he says. Musk was less patient. When some designers pushed him to at least do some market testing, Musk replied, quote, I don't do fucking, I don't do focus groups, end quote. When the design of the truck was finished in August 2019, Musk told the team he wanted to reveal a working prototype publicly that November. In three months rather than the nine months uh, it normally takes to make a running prototype. Quote, we won't be able to have one that we can actually drive by then, end quote, Von Holzhausen said. Musk replied, quote, yes, we will, end quote. 
His unrealistic deadlines usually do not pan out, but in some cases they do. Hey, 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 Elon Musk's little uh, mental uh, uh, game plan is great, and it's genius. What is it? Get near geniuses, get them on your side, get them, argue with them, and take credit for their work. All he do is argue with people smarter than him. That's genius. Why? Because it sets the bar. If I if, if I go to somebody who's smarter than me, they set the bar to the conversation. Or at the same time, catching me up to the conversation, I argue with them and move on with what we're arguing about. I see what you mean. And every step, think about it. Even with the PayPal and all that, all he does is basically befriend smart people, let them set the tone, and then get into an argument with them and move on to the and move on. He is a genius. He, hey, that's some smart shit. That's that's some cool shit, man. It forced the team to come together, work 24-7, and rally around that date, end quote, Von Holzhausen says. On November 21, 2019, the truck was... All you got to do is uh, have enough money to hire smart people and yell at them. <laughs> hey, 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 it sets the tone. If I spend all day, if I spend my day yelling at rocket scientists, <laughs> hey, guess, 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 who, guess what level I'm on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense? Yeah. Facts. I, no no lie detected. Driven uh, onto a stage in the design studio for a presentation to the press and invited guests. There were gasps. Quote, many in the crowd. I'm going to get me a whole bunch of bitches and, and argue with them. I think that's called a pimp. Tomato. Put pimp tato. <laughs> tomato pimp tato. I'm telling you. Stay focused. Did you say tomato pimp tato? <laughs> hey, hey. You just introduced that to the universe. Hey, hey, I'm going to be a whole bunch of bitches. I'm going to get into arguments with them. I'm going to use the Elon Musk model. What that means? That means I'm going to be a bitch. Nope. You're going to be a pimp. Tomato pimp tato. <laughs> oh, shit, I have my soundboard. Ping, ping, ping clearly couldn't believe that this was actually the vehicle they'd come to see, end quote, CNN reported, quote, the Cybertruck looks like a large metal trapezoid on wheels, more like an art piece than a truck, end quote. There was also an unexpected surprise when Von, Von, Von Haushausen tried to show the toughness of the truck. He swung at the body with a sledgehammer, which didn't make a dent. Then he threw a metal ball at one of the armored glass windows to show it wouldn't break. To his surprise, it cracked. Quote, oh my fucking God, end quote, Musk said. Quote, well, maybe that was a little too hard, end quote. Overall, the presentation was not a great success. Tesla stock dropped 6% the next day, but Musk was satisfied. Quote, trucks had been the same for a very long time, like for a hundred years, end quote. He told the crowd, quote, we want to try something different, end quote. Afterward, he took Grimes for a spin in the prototype 
to Nobu Restaurant, where the valet parkers just stared at it without touching. On the way out, pursued by paparazzi, he drove over a pylon in the parking lot with, quote, with a, quote, no left turn, end quote, signal, and turn left. Chapter 52, Starlink, SpaceX, 2015-2018. An internet in low worth in low Earth orbit. When Musk launched SpaceX back in 2002, he conceived it as an endeavor to get humanity to Mars. Every week, amid all the technical meetings on engine and rocket designs, he held one very otherworldly meeting called, quote, Mars Colonizer, end quote. There, he imagined what a Mars colony would look like and how it should be governed. Quote, we tried to avoid ever skipping Mars Colonizer because that was the most fun meeting for him and always put him in a good mood, end quote, his former assistant, Elisa Butterfield, says. Getting to Mars would cost serious money, so Musk combined, as he often did, an aspirational mission with a practical business plan. There was many revenue opportunities he could pursue, including space tourism, like Bezos and Branson, and satellite launches for the U.S. Hey, hey, stay tuned. No, they're not going to. I'll put, put this out in different sequences. I'm going to freestyle an alien uh, Elon Musk episode next. Don't try. We're supposed to be done after this. No, because it's just off the top of my head. I want to freestyle it out. But I'm going to give credit to where I got the ideal from. So if you're an Elon Musk uh, fail fan and you hear this and you listen to all the Elon Musk fail podcasts, this is where I got the ideal for the alien or this technology video. I don't want to spoil it, but I'm going to have to give Elon Musk props. Nope. Be more Atlantic. Pacific. Uh, the Cybertruck. I got this idea from the Cybertruck. Matter of fact, nope, forget about it because I tied the Cybertruck into into this ideal at the next episode. So that's just a teaser. Fucking tease. In other countries and companies. In late 2014, he turned his attention to what was a much bigger pot of gold, providing internet service to paying customers. SpaceX would make and launch its own communication satellites, in effect, rebuilding the internet outer space, in outer space. Quote, internet revenue is about $1 trillion a year, end quote, he says. Quote, if we can serve 3%, that's $30 billion, which is more than NASA's budget. That was the inspiration for Starlink, to fund getting to Mars, end quote. He pauses, then adds for emphasis, quote, the lens of getting to Mars has motivated every SpaceX decision, end quote. He pursued this mission, Musk announced in January 2015, the creation of a new division of SpaceX based near Seattle called Starlink. The plan was to send satellites into low Earth orbit about 340 miles high so that the latency of the signals would not be as bad as systems that depend depended on geosynchronous satellites, which orbit 22,000 miles above Earth. 
From their low altitude, Starlink's beams cannot cover nearly as much ground, so many more are needed. Starlink's goal was to eventually create a mega constellation of 40,000 satellites. Mark Juncosa. In the midst of the hellacious summer of 2018, Musk was having the spidey sense that something was amiss at Starlink. Its satellites were too big, expensive, and difficult to maneuver. Manufacture. In order to reach a profitable scale, they would have to be made at one-tenth the cost and ten times faster. But, Starlink team, but the Starlink team did not seem to feel much urgency in cardinals, a cardinal sin for Musk. Hold on. Sorry to interrupt you, but Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. Please support the Marlon... Excuse me. <coughs> Please support the Marlon Podcast Network with the Sherlock Homie membership card, Plastic VIP All Access card to your boy. Official membership into my personal circle. Limited spots available. I think I can. I think I can uh, uh, memorize the names and have a per- personal text relationship, Sherlock Homie relationship up to what I say thousand. It's fifteen thousand. Thousand I can remember traits of people who text me. Uh twenty four seven three sixty five direct to me text line proof of sponsorship of the Marlon Podcast Network. Two ways to qualify simply write me slash send me something or donate any amount to the network. Limit card slash positions are available. Uh when it's filled up I just stop saying this commercial. Yeah, once I once I'm overwhelmed I just stop saying this shit. Limit card slash positions are available. Are you a Sherlock homie? Prove it information below and i'm uh, i'm telling you man uh i'm gonna i got these plastic like credit cards so if you're a sherlock homie as time goes by i i i'm a nerd i backwards engineer everything i want i want to come up with something that's proof no matter how big or how small or how long i go i want a system that can be validated in a way where i don't have to guess so I came up with membership cards, uh, Sherlock Holmes, uh, homie membership cards, meaning uh, that is really, don't tell me how much you like my podcast. Show, show, show me the, uh, show me the card, show me the card. Okay, you are second tier. You are the people who gave me the ability to do whatever the fuck I want because, because, because thanks for nothing, motherfucker. Don't be that way. I'm just saying, hey, 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 get it. Because when you don't, if you don't get it, I tell you one thing, you better not come across me in, in, in person. Because there's no soup for you. Because that's how I'm going to distinguish people who I who I open up to or people who I treat like groupies. So if you don't want to suck dick, you better have that card. <laughs> Shut up. I'm just saying no soup for you if you don't got that card. That's all I'm saying. Hard to believe. This guy makes the best soup in the city, Jerry. The best. You know what they call them? Soup Nazis. All right, I'm not letting you cut in line. Why not? Because if he catches us, we'll never be able to get soup again. Okay, okay. Medium turkey chili. Medium crab bisque. You didn't get any bread. Just forget it, let it go. Excuse me, uh, I think you forgot my bread. Bread? Two dollars extra. 
two dollars, but everyone in front of me got free bread. You want bread? Yes, please. Three dollars! <laughs> no soup for you! how you can sit there reading that and not even offer me any. I gave you a taste. What do you want? Why can't we share? I told you not to say anything. You can't go in there, brazenly flap the rules, and then think I'm going to share with you. Do you hear yourself? I'm sorry. This is what comes from living under a Nazi regime. <laughs> well, I got to go back there and try again. Good afternoon. One large crab bisque to go. Red. Beautiful. You're pushing your luck, little man. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Hi there. Um, uh... Oh, oh, oh. One mulligatani and, um... What is that right there? Is that lima bean? Yes. Never been a big fan. <laughs> um... You know what? Does, has anyone ever told you you look exactly like Al Pacino? You know, son of a woman. Hooah! Hooah! <laughs> Very good. Very good. You know something? <laughs> Not good for you! Come back! One year! Next! One large jambalaya, please! Continue. Well, my friend is often disappointed, is all. She's very emotional. Thank you. <laughs> Jamalaya. <laughs> all right, now listen. You have been a good friend. I have an armoire in my basement. If you want to pick it up, you're welcome to it. So, take it. It's yours. How can I possibly thank you? You are the only one who understands me. You suffer for your soup. Yes, that is right. <laughs> you demand perfection from yourself, from your soup. How can I tolerate any less from my customer? Despacho, uh, por favor. Por favor? I'm part Spanish. Adios, muchacho. Hi. <laughs> Kramer gave me the armoire, and it is so beautiful. I mean... I just can't tell you how much I appreciate it. You? If I knew it was for you, I never would have given it to him in the first place. I would have taken a hatchet and smashed it to pieces. <laughs> now, who wants to... Next, speak up! Hello. You. You think you can get soup? Please, you're wasting everyone's time. Porcini mushrooms, half a cup of olive oil, three pounds of celery. This is my recipe for a wild mushroom. Yeah, that's right. I got them all. Cold cucumber, corn and crab chowder, mulligatani. Mulligatani. 
You're through with soup, Nazi. <laughs> no more soup for you. Next! No more soup for you! Next! We're almost out of here. So, one Sunday night, that June, without much warning, he flew to Seattle to fire the entire top Starlink team. He brought with him eight of his most senior SpaceX rocket engineers. None knew much about satellites, but they all knew how to solve engineering problems and apply Musk's algorithm. The engineering tap to take over was Mark Junkosa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, I know I'm in crazy mode. I'm always in crazy mode. I only play stupid on TV in real life. Whoa. That sound like the uh, fix was in. That sound like the fix was in. What? He replaced the. It sounds like the engineers. He replaced the backup team came in. The fix is in. That's like the fix is in. I don't like the ground up. What's that? Engineers for SpaceX all got replaced. That sound like the NASA fixing. I don't, that sound like a conspiracy a little bit. That 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 sounds like a a, a group that was put in <coughs> to keep a secret. Shut up! Yeah, you talk about conspiracy. I'm about to do that alien dumb shit. Got me thinking like, whoa, what was that? Let's go back. I said I wasn't gonna repeat none of this shit, but I'm not in a hurry. That sounds like the fix something. Tell me that was something major right there. Let me hear that again. Get it together, man. You're almost done. Chapter 52, Starlink, SpaceX, 2015 to 2018. An internet in low Earth orbit. When Musk launched SpaceX back in 2002, he conceived it as an endeavor to get humanity to Mars. Every week, Amid all the technical meetings on engine and rocket designs, he held one very otherworldly meeting called, quote, Mars Colonizer, end quote. There he imagined what a Mars colony would look like and how it should be governed. Quote, we tried to avoid ever skipping Mars Colonizer because that was the most fun meeting for him and always put him in a good mood, end quote, his former assistant, Elisa Butterfield, says. Getting to Mars would cost serious money, so Musk combined, as he often did, an aspirational mission with a practical business plan. There was many revenue opportunities he could pursue, including space tourism like Bezos and Branson, and satellite launches for the U.S. and other countries and companies. In late 2014, he turned his attention to what was a much bigger pot of gold, providing Internet service to paying customers. SpaceX would make and launch its own communication satellites, in effect, rebuilding the Internet outer space, in outer space. Quote, Internet revenue is about $1 trillion a year, end quote, he says. Quote, If we can serve 3%, that's $30 billion, which is more than NASA's budget. That was the inspiration for Starlink, to fund getting to Mars, end quote. He pauses, then adds for emphasis, quote, the lens of getting to Mars has motivated every SpaceX decision, end quote. 
He pursued this mission. Musk announced in January 2015 the creation of a new division of SpaceX based near Seattle called Starlink. The plan was to send satellites into low Earth orbit, about 340 miles high, so that the latency of the signals would not be as bad as systems that depend depended on geosynchronous satellites, which orbit 22,000 miles above Earth. Wait, 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 wait. What do you say? How many miles above Earth? What the fuck? From their low altitude, Starlink's beams cannot cover nearly as much ground, so many more are needed. That was more conventional. Musk would push back and point to the car from the video game Halo, or in the trailer for the forthcoming game Cyberpunk 2077, or from Ridley Scott's movie Blade Runner. Sorry, y'all. I want to hear that again. Chapter 52, Starlink. SpaceX, 2015 to 2018, an internet in low Earth, in low Earth orbit. When Musk But, launched before, SpaceX back before, in 2000, before, before we begin, how the whole concept—I I must don't understand the concept of satellites. How can the concept of satellites work in low orbit? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How 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 is that possible? When the the I think the difference from gravity from like what fifty feet up, two hundred. It's either fifty miles up is less than is less than one percent. Fifty miles up. How's that hunk of how can that hunk of metal stay there in low? I thought it was like a sweet spot or some shit up there, floating sweet spot. How can you get the same effect from a satellite in low orbit? And if that's in low orbit, and there's ones in high orbit, how are they both using the same physics to stay up there? Just, I don't know. 2002, he conceived it as an endeavor to get humanity to Mars. Every week, amid all the technical meetings on engine and rocket designs, he held one very otherworldly meeting called quote, "Mars Colonizer." End quote. There, he imagined what a Mars colony would look like and how it should be governed. Quote, "We tried to avoid ever skipping Mars Colonizer because that was the most fun meeting for him." And always put him in a good mood. End quote. His former assistant Elisa Butterfield says, "Getting to Mars would cost serious money, so Musk combined, as he often did, an aspirational mission with a practical business plan. There was many revenue opportunities he could pursue, including space tourism like Bezos and Branson, and satellite launches for the U.S. and other countries and companies. In late 2014, he turned his attention to what was a much Bigger pot of gold, providing internet service to paying customers. SpaceX would make and launch its own communication satellites, in effect rebuilding the internet outer space in outer space. Quote: Internet revenue is about one trillion dollars a year. End quote. He says. Quote: 
If we can serve 3%, that's $30 billion, which is more than NASA's budget. That was the inspiration for Starlink, to fund getting to Mars, end quote. He pauses, then adds for emphasis, quote, the lens of getting to Mars has motivated every SpaceX decision, end quote. He pursued this mission, Musk announced in January 2015, the creation of a new division of SpaceX based near Seattle called Starlink. The plan was to send satellites into low Earth orbit, about 340 miles high, so that the latency of the signals would not be as bad as systems that depend depended on geosynchronous satellites, which orbit 22,000 miles above Earth. So, so, so geocentric is 22,000 miles above Earth. Elon Musk is 350 miles above Earth, and they use the same natural phenomenon to keep them in the air. I'm late, man. If you expect me to act like I know, you wrong person. I'm quick to say, hey, I don't understand that shit. From their low altitude, Starlink's beams cannot cover nearly as much ground, so many more are needed. Starlink's goal was to eventually create a mega constellation of 40,000 satellites. Mark Juncosa. In the midst of the hellacious summer of 2018, Musk was having a spidey sense that something was amiss at Starlink. Its satellites were too big, expensive, and difficult to maneuver. Manufacture. In order to reach a profitable scale, they would have to be made at one-tenth the cost and ten times faster. The Starlink team, but the Starlink team did not seem to feel much urgency in cardinals, a cardinal sin for Musk. So one Sunday night that June, without much warning, he flew to Seattle to fire the entire top Starlink team. He brought with him eight of his most senior SpaceX rocket engineers. None knew much about satellites, but they all knew how to solve engineering problems and apply Musk's algorithm. The engineering tap to take over was Mark Junkosa, who was already in charge of structural engineering at SpaceX. That had the advantage of integrating the design and manufacture of all SpaceX products, from the boosters to the satellites under one manager. It also had the advantage of that person being Junkosa, a feverishly brilliant engineer who could mind meld with Musk. Jancosa grew up as a lanky surfer dude in Southern California, deeply loving the weather, culture, and vibe, but without falling prey to the laid-back languidness. He used his iPhone as a fidget spinner, whipping it around his thumb and index finger with the magic of a plate spinner at, at a circus and he speaks in a rapid scattershot of exclamations studded with, quote, you know, quote, and, quote, like, and, wow, dude. He went to Cornell, where he joined the college Formula One's racing team. His initial job was fabricating the color, the car bodies, which used his skill at making surfboards, and then he was drawn into engineering work. Quote, I really like fell in love with him, you know, and felt like, wow, man, this is what I was built to do, end quote, he says. On a visit to Cornell in 2004, Musk sent a note to some engineering professors inviting them to bring one or 
So he took SpaceX engineers and and built Starlink. That's like replacing the Dallas Cowboys with the New York Giants. Yeah, it's a total, it's a total different. Uh, I would say expertise. Hey, okay, I don't know. Two of their favorite students to lunch. Quote: It was like, you know, do you want a free lunch? No, Miss Rich. That's like replacing the uh, Dallas Cowboys with the Los Angeles Lakers. Rocket scientist. Well, I guess because the uh, Von Braun, he was a rocket scientist scientists and uh fiction i think i think satellites came from uh, science fiction i think you know i hate saying that because it's true uh <clears throat> the first uh mention of satellites for a good decade was in uh before science uh, uh satellites was invented was in science fiction guy in quote jim costa said quote hell yeah i meant to that for sure in quote when Musk described what he was doing at SpaceX, Jankosa thought, quote, man, this guy is crazy as hell, and I think he's going to lose all his money, but he seems super smart and motivated, and I like his style, end quote. When Musk offered him a job, he accepted immediately. Jankosa impressed Musk with his risk-taking, rule-breaking, and attitude. When he was overseeing the development of the Dragon capsule that carries the Falcon 9 payload into orbit, he was repeatedly chided by SpaceX's quality assurance manager for not filling the proper paperwork. Jankosa's team was designing the capsule all day and then spending most of the night building it themselves. Quote, I told the dude that we didn't have time to paper our work orders and quality checks. We were just going to build it and test it at the very end, end quote. He says, quote, the quality dude was pretty mad, rightly so. We ended, rightly, so we ended up in Elon's cubicle arguing it out, end quote. Musk got fired up and started berating the quality assurance manager. Quote, it was pretty edgy, but he and I were hell-bent on getting this capsule done because we risked running out of money, end quote, says Junkosa. Improved Starlinks. When Jukosa took off, took over at Starlink, he threw away the existing design and started back at a first principles level, questioning every requirement based on fundamental physics. The goal was to make the simplest communication satellite possible, and later, add bells and whistles. Quote, we had marathon meetings, and Elon pushed on every single little thing, end quote, says Jukosa. For example, the satellite's antennas were on a separate structure from the flight computer. The engineers had decreed that they be thermally in- isolated from one another. Jim Kosa kept asking why. When told that antennas might overheat, Jim Kosa asked to see the test data. By, quote, by that time that I asked why five times, end quote, Jim Kosa says, quote, people were like, shit, maybe we should just make this one integrated com- com- component, end quote. By the time of the design process, Jinkosa had turned a rat's nest into what was now a simple flat satellite. It had the potential to be an order of magnitude cheaper. More than twice as many could be packed into the nose cone of a Falcon 9, doubling the number each flight could deploy. Quote, 
I was like pretty happy with it. And quote, Juncosa says, quote, I'm sitting there thinking how clever clever I had been, end quote. But Musk was still picking over each detail. When they were launched on the Falcon 9, there were connections holding each satellite down so that they could be released one at a time and not bump into each other. Quote, why not release them all at once, he asked. That, initi that initially struck Junkosa and the other engineers as crazy. They were afraid of collisions, but Musk said the motion of the spaceship would cause them to separate naturally. If they did happen to bump, it would be very slow and harmless. So they got rid of the connector connectors, saving a little bit of cost, complexity, and mass. Quote, life got way easier because we pulled these parts, end quote, Jinkosa says. Quote, I was too chicken to purpose that, but Elon made us try it, end quote. By May 2019, the design of the simplified Starlink was complete, and the Falcon 9 rocket began launching them into orbit. When they became operational four months later, Musk was at his, house, his South Texas house and went on Twitter, quote, sending this tweet through space via Starlink satellite, end quote, he wrote. He was now able to tweet on an internet that he owned. Chapter 53, Starship, SpaceX, 2018-2019, Musk living room and backyard in Boca Chica, Bill Riley and Mark Jimcosa. Big F Rocket. If Musk's goal had been to create a profitable rocket company, he could have allowed himself to collect his winnings and relax after surviving 2018. His okay, just cut off. Okay, well, that's it for today. We're going to see the other part. We're going to find the other part. Oops. Oops. Let me pause that. It just cut off like that. I guess there's another part. Yeah. Auto insurance all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it for today. Uh, yeah, we got to find the other part of that. That's not the end of the book. I know we're about at least 75% done, I think, of the book. So, <clears throat> still looking forward to the uh, chapter about uh, losing all that money. Uh, thanks for supporting the Marlon Podcast Network. Two new episodes every day. Catchphrase. I love those who love me. Catchphrase. Breath. Not too fast, not too slow. Wings in my heart, away I go. He grabbed her hand, and there they began to walk in. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step in one foot. Not too fast. Not too slow. Where well, them peoples was up on the porch... 
laughing and talking and did not see them youngest at all. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And soon they was past the plantation house, past the field, past the barn, and back to the river. When they got to the river, she turned around to Mo and said, Mo, Yakoki. And she walked into the water. He said, Girl, what kind of witch is you? Walking on water. She said, I ain't no witch at all. Come here, I'll show you how we do it. She grabbed his hand and took him step by step, walking on water. Now, when she got to the other side, her mama was hot. She said, Girl, it is necessary for him to use these powers in their higher echelon of meaning, that they are to be used to achieve the more noble and, no, and significant actions. Looking back over the world's heroes, we find that those whom we most admire, who have gone before, have been those who have made a great and unselfish contribution to the common good. We accept their contribution with gratitude and quietly overlook the fact that we probably crucified them while they were here. We've got to get to the point where we honor integrities, where we can recognize values, and where we are resolved to grow. Now, this growth doesn't have to be a painful thing. Most people today are afraid to think. They're afraid if they start thinking, they're going to be miserable. The truth is, if they don't think better pretty soon, they're going to be miserable anyway. So that well, uh, I wasn't sure my subject was going to attract many people, but perhaps you've caught on to the idea behind it. We have probably in the last 60 years, there have been a few questions that have recurrently come up. Hundreds of people have asked me a simple question. Why was I born in the first place? That's a good start. From that time on, they get worse. <laughs> and one friend individual will say, I didn't ask to come here. And if I'm getting along pretty well, I don't ask to leave. But nobody tells me, except that I must do whatever providence demands. So the individual is not very sure of his place in the plan of things, if he has one. Some feel that they are simply the result of biological progression. You either fly, fly, or you fry, fry. Every try, try, you always lie, lie. Every female, every guy, guy. Don't try to escape and get high, high. Now I lay me down to sleep. What I did do not happen to me. It might seem like I'm rapping to beat. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. 
If I die before I wake, my apologies for heaven's sake. My inner space is out of space. Too bad it went down this way. Run to the then walk this way. Stare with the heaven on the hip hop beat. Staring at heaven even if I sleep. Wake up from death seven days a week. Consciousness is continuously. All I know is eternity. To be or not to be. The beat is feeling kind of deep to me. Is it you? It speak to me. Voices in my head play a symphony. Bach mixed with Tupac, Beethoven. I stay smoking. I'm really trying to quit, but I stay smoking. I really want to hit, but I stay hoping. The day seems the same open. I really want to change. I hope you notice. Forgive me for my sins when I lose focus. Forgive you. I hope you're joking. Karma came back and stuck his nose in. What you chosen is the chosen. Don't have a